0: Hey everybody, welcome to our podcast. I'm Jason.
1: And I'm Karen.
0: And this is the Walking Dead cast. Do you know what episode it is?
1: It's eight. Yes. (laughs) You saw it
0: on my agenda.
1: Yes. (laughs) Eight. Uh,
0: For today, uh, for a change of pace, I thought we'd just talk about sports for the whole thing.
1: Sounds good. I'm ready. I'm ready. Bring it on. (laughs) That Uh, was a joke. I don't know anything about sports. (laughs) Giants
0: are in first place, right?
1: sure they are I knew more <laughs> than
0: you <laughs> you just saw a giant game right I and you didn't even know they were in first place <laughs>
1: <laughs> by like half a game it's very it's very it's close, close it's very okay. close every game is the most important game oh ever. so
0: are they not in first anymore they actually are they, they are, are. Okay. they are
1: it's good and uh uh sorry if i'm we're
0: in san francisco so
1: and if i'm uh offending any padres fans um sorry hey you, you know
0: you don't look sorry <laughs>
1: I don't feel sorry.
0: <laughs> okay, so that's all the sports talk for today. <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay, everybody. Hey, thanks for listening.
0: <laughs> <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Um, let's. Uh, so for today, I'm going to give a couple announcements. We'll do some news about the TV show. We haven't done any news about the show for a while because we had yeah. Charlie last time, right? So it's been like a, a few weeks.
1: Actually, it feels weird. that It's just you and me. I mean,
0: I know we had Chad, and then we had. Doug. Doug,
1: yeah, and Charlie,
0: and Charlie, yeah, right. we should get all of those guys back next time.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I would mean, it's a big group podcast. That'd be great. Uh, what
0: do you What do you think of Charlie?
1: I loved Charlie. Yeah, he's
0: really nice, huh?
1: is a drummer for a band, and and uh, he's a big family guy. I mean, what's not to love? And he's he loves a talker. Zombies. Yeah, he's very chatty.
0: I like how he says uh, "zombie movie." He's how like zombie movie. <laughs> did you notice that (laughs) well in some (laughs) movies
1: and he kept he kept drinking his tea you could hear him like taking big big sips of his tea
0: he's great yeah i love i I love that he was awesome yeah um and i've heard other comic podcasts and it seems like they have a hard time sometimes talking to illustrators because um illustrated writers by nature are more you know able to use words to express themselves and sometimes the artists don't seem to be able to and even charlie he didn't really know how to say how he does what he does yeah but he was still very talkative and outgoing and all you and know, articulate interesting yeah, and yeah 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 yeah
1: honestly he was he was great mm-hmm. he, he got stoked talking about his band playing in germany
0: yeah he's excited about yeah. that.
1: yeah and
0: i i, I actually kind of like that he didn't know how to explain his process yeah and i felt like oh i don't want to delve too deeply in that because i know if i'm doing something really well and then i examine the hell out of it it can ruin it sometimes yeah, exactly. you know
1: exactly exactly <laughs> yeah
0: so anyway, okay, so we'll do uh, news, then we'll do This weekend Zombies, other zombie news. Great. Then we'll take a break, and then we'll do our Deadcast Top 5. This week's five scariest movies we've ever mm-hmm. seen. A couple listener emails and reviews, and then we're out.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so
0: this might be a bit of a shorter show this week. I don't know. We'll see.
1: Yeah. Penny.
0: Okay, um, so... I just wanted to give a little update on the on the poster contest, Walking Dead poster contest. So we have this um full-size promo poster by Drew Suzanne. He uh he did the posters for a bunch of famous movies like Indiana Jones, Back to the Future, Star Wars among others. And um if you want to win this poster, you should call us by this Friday, October 1st, um by midnight. And leave us our your best zombie sound. The best zombie sound wins. <laughs> uh, so call 650 485 dead. That's 650 485 3323. So we've only gotten one entry so far. So uh, there's a good chance you might be able to win if you call. Um, there's an autographed version of this poster being sold on the site still for $499. <laughs> so. <laughs> They'd said wow. that they were only going to sell it for until August something, but I noticed there's still some available. I, it's hard to believe, but everybody didn't snatch those up and at $500 ours even, each. <laughs> ours is even
1: better because it doesn't have anybody writing on it.
0: <laughs> I signed it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so I'm going to play the one entry we have uh, so far so you know what you'd have to beat if you uh, send yours in. Here we go.
1: That just sounds like me waking up in the morning. <laughs> I know.
0: All right, that was me. Jenny taped me this morning. <laughs> hey, that uh, that is our one and only entry. So if nobody else wants this poster, uh,
1: that's the winner. This
0: guy wins. Yeah. Yeah. So far, <laughs> that's thank the you, winner. sir, for sending in your uh, exactly sound. We love that sound by the yeah. way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, what's next? i uh we already thanked charlie i just wanted to um yeah i thought that was really cool that he he came in and did that and there was one kind of bummer thing about that whole thing did anyone guess nobody tried to guess and i don't know if anybody realized but um i after we finished i uh played back our interview and my part sounded like I was a transformer or something a robot <laughs> his, true,
1: his true identity
0: and uh, so I had to go back and re re-record all my parts and try to act like I was uh, in exactly the same frame of mind and everything <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it, this, here's a little segment from uh, right, the well, finished zombies, product everyone, that you heard already. If seriously together, it, they would be quite easy to fend off and keep fending off, you know. <laughs> the zombies in The Walking Dead, though, seem to be a little bit sneakier than other zombies I've seen. You reckon?
2: <laughs>
0: yeah, I mean, people like were like, Donna, she, well, I guess she shouldn't have gone. So I had to like act like I was all uh, mm, uh, uh, <laughs> like I usually talk, <laughs> but um, I, I, like I actually it. recorded it twice, and the first time it was really flat. Uh, so I went through and did that. Here's the first the first time I tried to do this. If everyone, if everyone was seriously together, it, they would be quite easy to fend off and keep fending off. You know. Mm. <laughs> You reckon? That was their own
2: stupidity, wasn't it? You know. <laughs> <laughs> it's very hard for zombies like to leap out at you
0: know, because they move so slow. <sighs> <laughs> so, you know, I was like, nah, that's not really good enough. I'm going to have to do it again.
1: <laughs> wow. So, next week, I'm just going
0: to publish that version, and that'll be our show. <laughs>
1: Reckon? <laughs> 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 Do a good zombie voice.
0: No, that wasn't me. That was a real zombie. <laughs> uh, and then finally, um, I I've been meaning to bring this up. So Chad, our friend Chad, who was on a couple of weeks ago, he he said he thought he thinks of us as the NPR of zombie podcasts. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Is that Compliment. Do you think that? Uh
0: cuz I was kind of thinking that too but we're I don't know, NPR don't sit around laughing at each other.
1: And click and clack the topic brothers. Oh, that's true. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's true.
1: Huh? I, you know, laughing at their own jokes. Yeah, I could, yeah, totally wa- could you are totally right totally be one of those guys. Yeah.
0: Definitely. <sighs> Because I mean, I really like. Um, do you like Fresh Air with Terry Gross? Love Fresh yeah, Hair, me Tara too. Gross. And and I love This American Life.
1: And and uh, wait, wait, don't tell me, my the, man yeah. Peter Sagal. I was I was just which you were on, just in Chicago, and I kept waiting for Peter Sagal to come in out and go on a run with me. <laughs> you yeah, you didn't try
0: me. to go watch a taping? No, oh, oh, now, he comes that. here enough. That's true.
1: He comes here, yeah. And and <clears> you know. <clears throat> Yeah, I I absolutely love them. So, yeah, if we could even be one-tenth of what, you know, that show is. Yeah,
0: I mean, I just like how they're all really genuine. They don't try to ham it up too much. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, um, there's another, I saw there's another uh, Walking Dead podcast, the Talking Dead cast. Uh Uh-huh. So there's like um, 47 of them now.
1: <laughs> so maybe so that's
0: one way we can differentiate ourselves.
1: We could be that niche. Or the we'd NPR, be, we'd the click happy. and clack
0: <laughs> of Walking Dead podcast.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll be all over that.
0: Uh, I'm going to put that in our show description. <laughs> okay, so let's move on to um, zombie, or not zombie news, the news about the... Show, amc show which uh will we only have two more uh, episodes until the actual show comes out i'm stoked because i'm i'm kind of um I'm, I'm looking up the news and i'm like oh, i don't i'm all right let's just watch the show i'm done learning about the show i want to see the show right it feels like it's been yeah yeah but there's there was a bunch of news anyway so um and, and i just kind of pulled quotes from articles that i thought were particularly interesting for one reason or another uh sfx magazine had a huge article and um greg nicotero the makeup guy has a quote he says When we all watched the trailer for the first time today, it was overwhelming. I got, I kind of got choked up. I got chills. It was really strange. I looked over at Kirkman and he's wiping away a tear. (laughs) I'm like, are you choked up? He's like, no, are you? (laughs) And I looked over and everybody had that same reaction. Everyone was crying. I guess because we're all in it that to actually look down and see the audience and just feel the emotion come out of it. It's really been fantastic
1: can't wait <laughs> yeah i know yeah. yeah
0: yeah that makes me more excited again oh, for it. yeah yeah hmm. and then that i think in that same article sarah wayne callies who plays Lori grimes said uh she thought making the walking dead as a tv show was a, a huge risk for the network she says i thought that it was absolutely ludicrous as an actor it's exciting to try something that's such a risk huh hmm
1: all that risky it seems like uh, and, and, and anyway AMC has uh, taken lots of risks they have a lot of shows that are that are kind of I mean Mad Men mm-hmm. you know on the surface you're thinking really about advertisers back in the 60s and uh,
0: it, I think it's- that anyway but yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> Huge, but it's big yeah and it's hit, successful. brother I know I know you're right and Breaking Bad a teacher who opens a meth lab with his student
1: right exactly those <laughs> are pretty risky shows so you know in comparison uh, The Walking Dead is like oh yeah whatever zombies zombies <laughs>
0: but I think it's the first ongoing zombie TV show ever yeah so it's at least if not a risk it's, it's a trailblazing kind of a thing
1: have you seen anything about the schedule yet I mean I know that the very first episode is Going to be on Halloween night, but have they even tried to put out any sort of schedule? Is it going to go through Christmas, even
0: episode one, Halloween night, episode two, Halloween
1: 2011, (laughs) they're slow, slowly lurching. Yeah,
0: no, I haven't. I looked up um the other shows and AMC, most I mean, AMC, uh, what um, Mad Men most Mm -hmm. seasons has gone straight through week by week, except they've taken one break in the middle where they. I guess showed a rerun or something. Um, but they have 12 episodes, so uh, I, I, I don't know, but I would guess that Walking Dead, since it's only six episodes, will just play them right through. Right through, yeah. But I haven't seen anything official. I looked. Yeah. It wasn't there.
1: Yeah, last time I looked, it wasn't posted either.
0: Yeah. As soon as uh, I f- uh, find that out, I'll post it on the website. Nice. And man. I'll let you know. <laughs> nice. Um, let's see what else. The oh, there's this um, sizzle reel, this behind this look behind the scenes look that AMC posted. Did you see that? No. I'm gonna I'll play it for you right now. It's um another one of those things where people are listening will just hear it, obviously, but um it's got enough of the producers and everybody talking about the show that I think it'll still be interesting to hear. Um, but it is way more way cooler to actually watch it. So I'll, I'll put a link up. But uh, let's see. Here we go So it's him in the hospital walking down the hall like we've seen before It says he woke alone Staring at a bunch of corpses The world he knew gone Based on the original graphic novel by Robert Kirkman Now we see the camera panning over a bunch of bodies, and underneath is Robert. Oh, hey. It's uh, Robert Kirkman <laughs> here in the set of The Walking Dead. We're uh, here on our final day of shooting for this uh, first season, and uh, we wanted to give uh, all you guys and gals a uh, sneak peek at all the amazing work everybody's been doing on this show. So uh, take a look, and we hope you enjoy it. And action! <laughs> what I found Frank most intriguing about Kirkman's The Walking Dead was the uh, very intensely character-driven approach that he had (gasps) taken. I thought this would be a really great sort of adult way of exploring of getting into the zombie sandbox and playing, telling this kind of story in a highly serialized long-term manner, which really has never been done. And that's what There's we're like hundreds of zombies doing as a television show.
1: And action! I have to say when I watched Gail I, Heard, the first thing that hit me was just how powerful it was dramatically, how entertaining. And how illuminating about the human spirit it was. That's why AMC is the perfect network for it.
0: It's kinetic. It's wild. It's frantic. It's full of fear.
1: I thought they're going to let us put this on television.
2: <laughs> I think it's two cameras. <laughs> of yeah, one shoulder. One, uh, one on the
0: deck. The thing that I'm enjoying about. What Frank and Robert and AMC are doing with these episodes is they all have their own rhythm and tone, and they're different, but the same.
2: This is Officer Shane Walsh broadcasting a person unknown, please respond.
0: I love the different levels levels to this thing. I love the different layers of of truth and the, the desperate search that these guys are on for some sort of humanity, some sort of familiarity, some sort of connection amongst each other. And then, (laughs) literally seconds later, you know, that moment is just split over the head with a freaking (laughs) sledgehammer. Nice (laughs) metaphor. Yeah. (laughs) We're seeing lots of zombies, by the way.
1: We're doing these huge scale things with 100 or 200 extras and Gunfire and madness and we do it before lunch (laughs) which is just unheard of and then after lunch we you know go have some intimate five-page scene about the dissolution of a marriage. I don't want you to worry. Your mom's not going anywhere. Okay. It's an absolutely mad undertaking but it's great the level of risk involved.
2: The red dot means it's ready to fire. They have occasion to use it.
1: Good to know. I think as an actor, it's very rare that you get to do this, this sort of rich, dark material. Tell you, what? you know, we all have our moments where we have difficult things to do. Damn. I know it's an adventure for me and for the other actors working on it, and I hope and believe that it will be also a terrific adventure for people watching it. It's good storytelling.
0: When you partner Robert Kirkman and Frank Darabont, you have... The best of Greg Nicotero. Fantastic ensemble cast, and then you have these horrific, grotesque, gory zombie moments. They complement each other perfectly.
1: It's no holds barred TV, but not to be gratuitous, but to be real and truthful.
0: Oh. No One blank shot in the head.
1: Lots Even of the blood character.
0: splattering. And there's something so brilliant about that, I think, and unusual about that, and unsettling. I want the audience to feel uncertain when they tune in. What's going to happen? Wow, maybe they'll surprise me this week. That thing of kind of keeping you off balance at all times, like, oh, you know, where's it coming from?
1: <laughs> That's the best kind of television.
0: Holy shit! Did you guys see that stuff? Walking Dead, AMC, October.
1: (laughs) Wow. I love Kirkman. (laughs) People, you need to go to that website and watch it. If you don't mind
0: seeing snippets from the show they showed a lot of different things that we hadn't seen before
1: yeah nothing to give it anything away right it's a
0: zombie show so you're gonna see some zombies
1: right exactly I thought it was great that they showed um, people in the zombie full zombie makeup full zombie costume and they showed them um, uh, sort of uh, being still and like taking stage direction it's, fu- it's funny <laughs> to just see you know zombies paying attention nodding <laughs> yeah <sir. laughs> And people were and they I guess the makeup artists were applying blood and I didn't know this but you apply blood um with like a, a squeezy bottle um, like a turkey baster like a turkey baster kind of thing, a squeezy bottle that you, you put it on oh, oh yeah you need some blood on the open gash oh, yeah. on your face and there you go Whew, that was amazing yeah that's good yeah
0: yeah I mean again it's like I think about presenting hype and I'm like I'm just ready for the show but then I watch it and I'm like oh that's so cool. <laughs>
1: Okay. <laughs> yeah, I like I like all the stuff that builds up to the I love it when they did this with Lost. I love that they mm. you know in between uh seasons and they would slowly release things and, mm-hmm. and you know, people were just the anticipation was just like, Okay, okay, can't yeah, wait. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So they
0: funny. know how to feed it to you piecemeal to oh. keep you interested. Which Smart. is good for our show. Because yeah, th- then we have material to exactly. talk about. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. There was an article in the LA Times, um, Frank Darabont, who's most known for kind of, um, I don't know about literary, but Shawshank Redemption won an Oscar. And I think Green Mile was nominated for Best Picture. Um, So some are surprised that he's doing a genre show. Although if you watch those, I mean, they're both based on Stephen King. Yep. Anyway, he says, my earliest memories are of watching the great universal monster movies when they were in television syndication in about 1965 i've always loved the cinema or the literature of the fantastic it's always been my special bent having made those more mainstream dramatic films people are surprised to know that i can converse in the secret geek language
1: (laughs) 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 but i'm not surprised surprised (laughs) you know i wonder if he's talking about those monster movies i wonder if he's talking about like the thing the blob i don't know
0: when they came out the thing um
1: right the one that he's talking about was the recent thing
0: yeah there's that's what i was gonna ask there's two right yeah but there's
1: some old i mean if he's talking about the old monster the attack of the
0: 50 foot woman Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) the blob yeah and it's invasion of the body snatchers right right the original all those ones uh let's see charlie Oh yeah, uh, this is still Darabont, but it reminded me of how Charlie was talking about how hot it was. Uh Uh-huh. Darabont says, Walking Dead was shot on location... Oh no, this is Sarah. Sorry, Sarah Wayne Kelly's Shot on location between April and August in a sweltering Atlanta. Um, Sarah Wayne or Darabont says the heat was debilitating, but she says uh, there were some benefits to working in real-life locations. It gives you an immediate physical response to the story she said you're hot and you're sweaty and you're dirty and you're burnt right there that's a whole bunch of acting you don't have to do <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh that's I, awesome
0: i can imagine that like, yeah God, it
1: sucks <laughs> <laughs> You're grumpy, you're hot. Oh, there must be bugs. They must have been bit by bugs. Oh,
0: Yeah, it must have been horrible. Yeah. I remember when I was in marching band in high school and we went to uh, Wisconsin and we were all standing out on this football field for the award ceremony afterwards and it was really, really hot and somebody dropped right in front of me. <gasps> boom a friend of mine and we're all kind of looked over but we we're standing at attention because it's military style yeah and um then somebody else dropped
1: <laughs> <laughs> and
0: our band director came out and he's like you guys can uh y- y- relax formation, yeah. right?
1: <laughs> wow wow the zombie band <laughs> <laughs> band apocalypse wow
0: in um Variety, uh, Andrew Lincoln revealed that he, he actually changed his name uh, when he became an actor, I guess. He used to be Andrew Clutterbuck.
1: No, he did yep, not. Yep, that's, that's what he said. Maybe he's BSing, he's huh? He's totally anchored, you? Nobody's that's, named Clutterbuck. He's in English. Clutterbuck? Really?
0: <laughs> you know there's a... Um...
1: Oh, maybe. Sorry, if we have any listeners. <laughs> <laughs> like Joe Clutterbuck is like, oh my god, I can't believe she's doing this to me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> there's some town named after poop or something in what? England. Shitsville or something like that. <laughs> I have to look that up. <laughs>
1: yes, you do. Uh,
0: he says, um, why do you think I changed it? My first agent laughed and said to me, if I sign you, you can't have that name.
1: <laughs> wow, maybe he is Clutterbuck. Uh,
0: that's what he says. Uh, very important piece or of news there, Lincoln. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He changed to Lincoln. Very American name.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. So they the Walking Dead uh, team released another poster. Did you see it?
1: No, I didn't. Here it is. Oh, I did see that. Yeah. God, that's gorgeous. I love that. That's the um, that's the picture of Frank Grimes. It's it's the one that they it's on their website. Um, it's on our website too. Picture of Atlanta, and it's beautiful. It's um, a sort of a, a overhead shot, and the um, <laughs> the outward bound uh, lanes. It's a freeway, and the outward bound lanes are packed and probably at a full stop because um, you can see some cars crashed. Uh, basically, it's all deserted, and then the inward bound is completely empty, except for our, um, our hero on a horse with um, with a shotgun over his um, over his shoulder, and uh, he's riding into town, riding into Atlanta. It's a really beautiful shot.
0: Mm-hmm. Jenny said she thought both of these lanes would have cars. Because people would just say, screw it, and they'd go on both sides. On both sides, yeah. And I, and then, yeah. And I said, but it's a TV show.
1: Right. <laughs> <laughs> and it looks cool. <laughs> it looks really cool. She's right. <laughs> She's right, yeah, yeah. Because
0: uh, she said she saw in pictures of the whole Hurricane Katrina, that's what happened.
1: Right, right, people right.
0: just didn't care right. about the rules. Hey, get the, get the at, hell out. Yep, get,
1: get out of Dodge. <laughs>
0: Uh, here's a picture of another zombie.
1: Oh, wow. All right. So David and I on the plane last night, we had a, we had a question. Uh, our question was how much of you, uh, what percentage of you can be eaten by mm-hmm. a zombie before you stop like having the potential to come back as a zombie?
0: Yeah. See that, that's a good point. Cause that i think that is one weird thing about the whole zombie genre uh-huh. whenever they need you to feel in fear they just have zombies reach uh, lurching towards the protagonist and or whoever and grabbing them and just eating the hell out of them right you know devouring right. them right and yet people t- seem to get turned into zombies a lot
1: right wouldn't they be consumed
0: <laughs> yeah so do some zombies just take one bite and they're like, eh, they don't like the taste. And then, <laughs> and then the guy turns into a zombie or is it only the people who just got bit, but then got away you know, without being eaten? Right. Maybe that's, that's, that's a logical explanation. I it, guess
1: in the, um, short you just played there, I thought it was only a split second. I thought there was a picture of a zombie woman uh-huh. and it looked like her lower half was gone.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. That, well in the comic, um, there's a scene where they like chop off some zombie heads, uh-huh. and then the zombie heads start going. Rah, rah, rah. They
1: reanimate.
0: It, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and the and it freaks everybody out. They're still no alive.
1: Ah, the heads. <laughs> so
0: I think it's all in the head, but then that still begs the question: How much of the head? I think the brain. If yeah. the brain's intact, if the brain zombie will intact. Act. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Our new rule of thumb. <laughs> uh,
0: so this zombie looks cool. I'll post a picture. They, they keep doling out the, the the zombies and they all look a little bit different from one another. And, but they're all really cool. Um, there's a lot of show buzz. Uh, there, All the TV magazines are putting out their fall preview guides and Walking Dead shows up in most of them.
1: Yeah. Oh, everywhere. Yeah. I've been seeing it in all the, you know, what to watch.
0: And, uh, I won't read them all, but I like the, this one from the Washington post, the trailer of AMC six episode series, the walking dead hints at being a high quality zombie saga for the discerning viewers brains <laughs> 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 though. The main gist, a lawman played by Andrew, Andrew Lincoln wakes up in a hospital to work that, in know, sorry. A lawman played by Andrew Lincoln wakes up in a hospital to a world that's been overrun by zombies while he was comatose feels a bit lifted from 28 days later. Still, my eagerness to lay hands on a preview copy is through the roof and the walls. You now have plans for Halloween.
1: Yeah, (laughs) that's awesome. Yep, there it is.
0: I don't think any of these reviewers got a full copy of the pilot because the ones I read, they all talk about the previews, the trailers. Yeah. Yeah, So, um
1: I wonder if the if the pilot's just not done yet.
0: Yeah, probably maybe not. Huh? Yeah, it's more. still.
1: I mean, more than a month away, right? What day is yeah, it? Uh, yeah, almost uh-huh. a month away.
0: Just about almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and they yeah they tend to do things up until the last minute. I wonder right. if they will. You know what though? I think I heard that. There's going to be some audience in England that gets to watch it like a few weeks early or something. I was like, should I go out there?
1: (laughs) (laughs) I think you need to for the sake of the podcast.
0: Uh, I can't afford it. (laughs) I would love to, though. That'd be pretty cool. Wouldn't it? Yeah. Just to go there. Yeah. So uh, New York Comic Con is coming up and they're going to do a 90 minute panel with all the stars and everybody like kind of like the one I saw in San Diego and I think they're going to show like the first 10 minutes of the TV show to those guys
1: I didn't know there was a New York Comic Con
0: there used to be only San Diego and now there's in recent years been this outpouring of all these different cons cons that have come up all around it makes sense that they'd have one in New York because that's where all the publishers are and oh. up until now, they haven't until a few years ago. Yeah. But uh, now, I mean, because San Diego is so focused more on the TV shows and the movies and stuff, it's almost like the comics comic people are second class citizens.
1: Oh, how sad. Yeah, it totally
0: is. I went to a Chris Claremont um, panel. He he is the one who made the X-Men really popular. He, he, he wrote it for, I think, 16 years starting in the seventies and through through the nineties. And he, his panel was like one tenth the size of the walking dead oh. panel. <laughs> oh. So it was kind of sad, oh. <laughs> but at these other cons, the comics are the main thing. And so a lot of like the comic, I'm probably going on about this a bit too much, but, um, the, comic book publishers used to make announcements in San Diego, but now they kind of get drowned out by the TVs and movies. So they save their announcements for these other cons.
1: Yeah. That are more focused on. Yeah.
0: Uh, let's see uh, one more thing. There's this, um, fan made trailer, uh, Da- this guy Daniel Kanemoto created his own title sequence for the AMC show, quote, using artwork ripped from the pages of the comic, originally illustrated by Charlie Adlard and Tony Moore. Um, and I saw that and I was like, oh, interesting. And but then I watched it and it was really great. Really. Yeah. Um I'll, I'm gonna play it. God, okay. I love the fan art. Here we go. Uh, I'm just. It's only a minute. So here we go.
1: It's taken from the comic, except, oh, my God, it looked 3D. Yeah. It was really, really cool.
0: You see, you're looking right down the barrel of Rick's gun, and then it it moves to the side, so you can kind of see the gun in 3D, and then a shot's fired, and the camera zips back, and you see the bullet go through a zombie head. Yeah. And this 3D blood comes spurting that
1: out. That was unbelievable <laughs> it was so good mm. it's just a fan who likes the comic who i uh,
0: get yeah 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 oh my and people god. said uh online they said oh this ruins whatever actual intro they're going to do for the show
1: <laughs> you know what it's it, that's like the one of the best things i've seen um i wonder what music that was
0: i don't know that was Perf- pretty cool huh? perfect definitely music. it fits with the other music we yeah. heard from the show
1: oh, god it was great <laughs>
0: uh okay so let's uh, so if you want to see that i'll post it on the site i think you should check it out you, you have could to check go it out. back rewind and as soon as we start playing it you start playing it and, then and, you'll know what we just saw <laughs> 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 i should have said that in the first place
1: And tell us your thoughts if, if you see that and and uh have any reaction by all means let us know um that's really cool i'm gonna watch it again
0: Oh yeah, I should probably say uh, where it came from. Hold on a second. Oh yeah, where did um, that come from? Well, I found it on this site called The Daily What. So I guess it—I'll uh, put a link up. But if you Google The Daily What, I think that was the first site that it was on. But it's been spread all over the place now. Um, okay, mm-hmm. so that's all the news that I found about the show. Let's move on to. This week in zombies, where Karen tells us about all the zombie news around the
1: world. All the zombie news—it's fit to print. <laughs> 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 all right. So there was a lot of news in a um, uh, lot of news this week. Actually, the last two weeks um, since um, we've been, we've done some zombie news, it was hard to winnow it down, but I did. Mm-hmm. Um, this one first story comes from. Uh, Actually, News Channel 5. I don't know what News Channel 5 ex- Oh, Nashville. Nashville, um, Tennessee. And uh, the uh, title is The Zombie Apocalypse Dream Team. Mm. I love this article. Um, Just when you thought it was safe to assume the that uh, death of a franchise, welcome to Resident Evil Afterlife. Like any horror franchise already wearing thin, this fourth installment turns to the customary 3D gimmick to entice a wider audience, so surely you can anticipate a bucket... Or two of viscera will be hurled directly into your faces. Yay! For those, <laughs> for those of you. Wait,
0: what's viscera?
1: Viscera is all the yuck inside oh, you—guts and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, I'm sure mm. to zombies it sounds delicious. For those of mm-hmm. you born to into the game series, turned movie franchise, Resident Evil follows the exploits of Alice as she battles the various monsters bred of the unscrupulous Umbrella Corporation. Zombies being a key component. So this got me thinking about the inevitable zombie apocalypse and what cinematic characters I would draft into my survival squad. So these are his, um, his zombie apocalypse dream team. Okay, you ready? Okay, kidding. yeah. Okay, so uh, from um, Demons, uh, which I didn't see actually, uh, he says Tony. Tony. He says, "So when the outbreak begins and the bodies of the recently deceased begin returning to life, your natural instinct is to is going to be to panic. But these are the most pivotal moments of the apocalypse, the make-or-break trials that will define your post-apocalyptic existence. You will need somebody with a cool head that has no qualms about assuming leadership in times of turmoil. If you've ever seen *Demons*, you know Tony had the uncanny ability to silence screaming crowds." to bark orders and direct them to do things they really should have thought to do on their own. He may be the greatest project manager (laughs) in zombie cinema. I love that. (laughs) So now I have to see demons so I can see Tony being cool. (laughs) Um, The next one is from Shaun of the Dead. Shaun from Shaun of the Dead. (laughs) If Tony's carefully constructed plan fails, it's always good to have a, a contingency plan. In the interest of keeping things balanced, I feel that contingency should be someone who has a knack for lurking uh, sorry, lucking into haphazard, lurking.
2: Lurking. lurking, Or lur- <laughs>
1: whatever, <laughs> into haphazard havens that provide refuge from zombies, if only for a short time. Sean is better at surviving zombie attacks while totally oblivious to them than most characters are with foresight and a full prepping montage under their belts, not to mention his horror, uh, his hours upon hours spent in British pubs makes him the ideal drinking buddy when a rare free moment arises, right? <laughs> He'd be a great tandem to Tony as he already has assistant manager experience and a cricket bat. And the other three, I'm just going to read them and not the uh, description, but they're all great. This is a really great article. Brian Salisbury wrote this article. Uh, Ash,
0: Ash, oh yeah. Ash
1: from the Evil Dead. Of course. Because Ash is... Badass. Fabulous, Yeah. Um, it, it, he does say, whereas you or I might hesitate before putting a bullet in the brain of a cadaver that was formerly our significant other, Ash has been tortured by the zombie versions of his girlfriend and, and best friend to the point of developing a heartless calculated hostility towards them. Mm-hmm. He would be the go-to guy to dispatch the flesh eaters. We would be too sentimental to snuff. <laughs> oh God, he's great. And the next one is Tallahassee from zombie land. He'd
0: That's be, Woody,
1: yeah, Harrelson. Woody Harrelson. Yeah, uh, much like Ash Tallahassee knows how to re, how to redead the undead, mm. <laughs> and does so with adeptness. But Tallahassee also has uh, demonstrated a great deal of glee in returning the living dead to their graves, which would lighten the mood a bit when things were the most dire. Uh, pairing brains with brawn, Tallahassee would have the benefit of knowledge of the rules for survival that we would have inevitably gleaned from Columbus and. Um, Uh, We would have inevitably gleaned from Columbus and was smart enough to covet the largest car imaginable to ferry my entire crew across the scorched earth. (sighs) He's the MacGyver of mayhem. (laughs) So great. And from Return of the Living Dead, we have trash. I have not seen Return of the Living Dead.
0: I have, but it's been a while.
1: He says, "Now, now, of course, I don't want to appear chauvinistic with my zombie apocalypse crew. Women are certainly welcome. Immediately, the logistical (laughs) part of my...
0: Oh, she's the naked girl, I think.
1: Is she a naked girl? Yeah, maybe. Immediately, the logistical part of my brain, the part that actually does spend hours planning for a zombie outbreak that will probably never happen, I like how he says probably, (laughs) would want a woman in the mix in order that humanity may have a fighting chance at repopulation, right? But asking one woman to shoulder the resurgence of an entire species has been unfair, Thanks. Not to mention, <laughs> conjures up inevitable implications of incest. So instead, I would like this gothilicious babe from Return of the Living Dead to simply continue doing what she does best dancing naked in the rain.
0: Talk yeah, about, yeah, yeah, yeah. Talk
1: about a morale boost, right?
0: Yeah. That's funny because she seems kind of trashy and her name's trash.
1: <laughs> and her name's trash.
0: <laughs> How appropriate. That movie, um by the way, is the origin of zombies saying brains really uh-huh that's the first time oh that's good that's a great little because i remember when i watched that for the first time they started talking and i was like this movie sucks but now i'm like brains <laughs> <laughs> well my team would be i've just decided um the terminator superman and I can't pick either Obama or George Bush. Probably Bush would be better.
1: Wow! Bring him on. Or or Dick Cheney because we've established that he can shoot his friends in the face. <laughs>
0: That's true. Uh, I don't know. You're supposed to shoot the zombies.
1: <laughs> he shoots anybody in the face, okay. even his best friends.
0: <laughs> you just put him out on the front lines.
1: <laughs> I like Obama because he would keep really cool. But I yeah. I also like George Bush because uh, you know he, he just you know he doesn't mind starting wars.
0: <laughs> that's right <laughs> bring him on
1: <laughs> wow you just came up with that list as i was talking it's pretty good
0: i know brilliant
1: yes <laughs> yeah, well, you have to have the, those kind of decision making skills on the fly yeah
0: i'm the supervisor
1: right exactly exactly <laughs> i'd be your assistant manager <laughs> sad <laughs> we're gonna talk about water conservation okay here's how we're gonna conserve water in the apocalypse
0: and you would have to be the one that would help extend the human race uh, You'd have to choose between Terminator and George Bush.
1: <laughs> and I could also decorate whatever, whatever uh, compound, because that'd be <laughs> and, I'd start a garden, mm-hmm. you know, an organic garden, whatever.
0: I'd put up this Drew Juzanne Walking Dead poster. <laughs> Send us your zombie sounds.
1: <laughs> nice. <laughs> this next story comes from Hollywood.com. Uh, top t- it's a um, film site. Um, the headline is Death Valley, Boy Scouts versus Zombies Proof Fad is Alive and Well. One um, more uh, in the long, long line of um, zombies are quite popular these days. It says uh, zombies seem to have sunk their rotting teeth into the brains of Hollywood executives <laughs> because they're the only thing on their mind these days. Two new projects have been announced that revolve around the undead. First, up is a new film, Boy Scouts versus Zombies, with Andy mm. Flickman attached to direct. Uh, to direct, Flickman's uh, You Again is being released in September, um, and was also recently announced to direct TMI as Anna Faris comedy and Anna Faris comedy. Um, blah 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 blah. Um, second, the new scripted uh, series from MTV, Death Valley, pitched as a horror comedy documentary following the undead task force. The series will follow UTF as they battle zombies, vampires, and werewolves in L.A. The cast is a promising mix up uh, a mix up, um, of upcomers, including Lost's Alex Rousseau, that actress. I can't remember her name. Oh, mm-hmm. Tanya Raymonds. Sorry, Raymond mm-hmm. right there. Mm-hmm. And Funnier Dies' epic The Big Dog, Charlie Sanders. MTV also picked up another series that girl revolving around a teenager who everyone believes tried to kill herself after an accident. It seems MTV is really into death lately. Maybe they should talk to someone about it. I'm <laughs> sure there's a hotline. <laughs> <laughs> um, huh.
0: Yeah, yeah. There's yeah. I it's interesting because there you you mentioned um, in another episode that there's going to be a sci-fi series. It sounds very similar to this one, actually. Yeah.
1: What I wonder if those called?
0: will be any good. I wonder if they scrambled to get these made when The Walking Dead.
1: I'm sure they heard all about it. Yeah, everyone's jumping on the un- undead on the bad, wagon. bad wagon. Exactly. <laughs> oh, they all claim to be undead heads. <laughs> <laughs> okay, final news story from AOLNews.com: How to make a zombie Haiti style. Mm. The undead are all around us and have been for decades. Zombies are in our mass, con- mass consciousness, invading art, literature, entertainment, and even education. But at the heart of this fear-mongering revolution is a single question. Is it all pure fiction? or Are there, in fact, real zombies? That depends on your definition of the word zombies. Uh, z- <laughs> <laughs> if it
0: just means people who are very tired, <laughs> and they are real. <laughs>
1: <laughs> which would be you and me sitting in this room. <laughs> zombies invaded rural area in the 1968 classic Night of the Living Dead. Um, oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, for filmmakers in Hollywood, zombies are half-dead figures that lumber towards you with arms outstretched, stinking of rotting flesh. But in Haiti, which is awesome... Could zombies be unfortunate victims who have been forced into slavery while under the influence of highly potent drugs? While movies depict um, zombies as flesh eaters who spread their affliction like an illness, the voodoo culture and religion of Haiti has its own recipes for making a zombie, a term derived from the word nazambi, meaning spirit of a dead person, to the Bakongo people of Angola. Hmm. A leading theory holds that a voodoo priest or a bakor is able to concoct a poison that can render a victim weak and appear dead. It's not what we see in Hollywood of course. Strictly speaking, a zombie is a reanimated corpse that's been brought back to life to serve as a slave for voodoo priest or priestess, says Brad Steiger one of the most prolific authors of books dealing with unexplained phenomena In his recent book, Real Zombies, the Living Dead and Creatures of the Apocalypse, Steiger explores the history of reported zombies in the real world. So anyway, this is a great article. I'm not going to read the whole thing, but it goes on and on about Actual, Mm real-life zombies. It's
0: pretty cool. uh, Do you see Serpent and the Rainbow?
1: Yes. Yes. Yeah,
0: I think that's um, the same thing.
1: One man who took a hands-on approach to the zombie culture is an anthropologist, Wade Davis. In 1982, Davis uh, infiltrated the secret societies of Haiti voodoo, resulting in his 1985 eye-opening international best-selling book and subsequent movie, The Serpent and the Rainbow, from Random House. Davis investigated the most famous documented case of reported real-world zombies. Um, Clarvius Narcisse, who in 1962 was pronounced dead in a Haitian hospital and later buried. After 18 years, Narcisse showed up alive and told his story of having been drugged, buried, removed from the grave, and put into slavery on a plantation with other men who allegedly shared the same fate. Mm-hmm. Yikes!
0: That's the one where they had the ads where the guy was like... Help me. I'm not dead yet. <laughs> <laughs> and burying and yeah. Dirt coming down on his face.
1: And, and it wasn't the Monty Python uh, uh, movie where they're like, bring out your dead. <laughs>
0: bring out your <the> dead.
1: <laughs> I'm not dead yet.
0: <laughs> I think that was directed by Wes Craven. I'm not sure.
1: Wow. That's crazy.
0: Yeah. those. I think those are the original zombies. The Haitian ones.
1: Right. That are, put in, that are uh, declared dead and dug up and then put into slavery yeah yeah, yeah. it's brilliant it's not
0: a- much different from what happens here in america <laughs>
1: <laughs> right <laughs> Forced to do podcasts
0: <laughs> so that's all the news
1: that's all the news man
0: all right we're the walking dead cast we'll be back All right, we're back, and it's time for Deadcast Top 5. This week, we're doing our Top 5 Scariest Movies.
1: Which I felt was really hard to come up with. I don't know why, but this was the hardest Top 5 list for Hmm. me. I know. What
0: made it hard? I mean, I noticed that my scariest weren't my favorite, necessarily.
1: Yeah, exactly, exactly. And also, um, I, I don't find a lot of zombie movies to be that scary. Oh,
0: no, no, no. But it doesn't have to be a zombie movie. It can be horror movies. Because none of mine are zombie movies. None
1: of mine are either.
0: Is it okay if I eat ice while I do the (laughs) show?
1: That sounds awesome. (laughs) 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 Okay. uh, You want to go
0: first? Or Uh, Or should we do do the listener? uh, No, let's do ours first. And then we'll do listener ones. You go first. No, I'll go first. My number five is Dances with Wolves. Because I'm afraid of wolves. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay you go <laughs> just kidding okay um my number five is jaws uh, mostly because that was actually the first movie i ever saw at was six it? years old
1: your mom i know me, she's wow. evil <laughs> <laughs> my mom and similarly um, my mom let me see this movie called earthquake uh-huh. Do you remember yeah, that? vaguely, the, yeah. yeah, disaster movies of the, the 70s? Disaster movies yeah. of the 70s, and I saw Earthquake, and I live in California. And after that, I always thought that the earth was going to open up and swallow. No, mm-hmm. yeah. I,
0: I just remember bawling. And I had, um, I for some reason that same night, I had decided that the way to eat sunflower seeds was to just chew them and swallow. Oh and so I had all these like shards of seeds sticking in my throat, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm watching this. Sharks eating people, and I didn't know what a movie was, you know. And oh man, it was such a nightmare. I'm just crying. Oh, and, oh sad. I hate Jesus. you, mom. And then the next movie we saw after that was um, <coughs> Bandy Snow, yeah. Well, basically, it was Snow White, and um, they're like, Do you want to go see a cartoon movie? And I'm like, I don't want to go to the movies, and they're like, It's a, it's a cartoon, and we went in there and it started up. And I'm like, Is it gonna be scary? <laughs>
1: It is a little in parts, but I liked it. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Jaws is a good one.
0: Thanks. Your turn.
1: Okay. My number five is actually paranormal activity. Ooh. Yeah, even though I expected it to be even scarier than it was, maybe mm-hmm. I had just really built it up in my mind to mm-hmm.
0: be... Did I tell you?
1: Scary. scary. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I kind of even knew what was coming.
0: Um, oh, wait, we saw, we saw that together. Did we no, see that together? No, we oh, didn't. Okay. You
1: saw it with Jenny. Oh,
0: I talked. yeah, I talked to you about it later. That's yeah,
1: it's right. just... Oh, gosh. It just and, and another example of uh, movie characters doing everything wrong.
0: Yeah. <laughs> they didn't have much... Tr- much well no, you're right the the guy especially he's kept provoking it,
1: dumb dumb, yeah, yeah, and then leave the house, just just leave the house
0: <laughs> get out <laughs> uh i I had some trouble with this list too, because well, I've seen a lot of horror movies, mm-hmm. but when I compare them all to the my top two here, which I'll get to um. Right. They don't seem that scary. Yep. Um, but uh, uh, there are some that everybody says are scary that I haven't seen, unfortunately, like I never saw The Exorcist.
1: Right. I
0: right. hear that's really scary. It is scary. Anyway, so my number four, I I, I just decided to go with it. <laughs> it's it's Halloween yeah. with Michael Meyer. And yeah. um one I mean one of the again one of the reasons why I found this one so scary is because I was younger when I saw it. But it's really iconic. It's I think it might be actually the first slasher movie that has this larger than life villain, you know, Michael Meyer. Yeah. And um and when I looked it up yesterday I, I did I, I didn't even remember this, but it was actually directed by John Carpenter.
1: Oh, no kidding. Yeah.
0: So I think the first Halloween was actually, it it gets like a 93 on Rotten Tomatoes. I don't really remember it that much, but I just remember um, Michael Meyer skulking around and there wasn't even that much dialogue, you know, it was all just him in the shadows. Yeah. Yeah freaked the hell out of me when i was a little kid <laughs> yeah
1: i think i saw it as an adult so it wasn't quite as scary oh
0: really like, okay yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: so much of what makes a movie scary is context yeah how old are you where are you seeing it are you seeing it before you hear the hype are you right you yeah, know yeah,
0: it, yeah, context
1: yeah. is huge mm-hmm. with scary movies
0: if you've actually been chased by somebody with a knife then it would probably be worse <laughs> for you right right
1: exactly exactly <laughs> Um, my number four mm-hmm. is um, The Sixth Sense. Mm. Um, not super scary. Uh, just sort of startling in different ways. Oh, yeah, very and, startling. And maybe yeah. it was just I was in, you know, so I think I might have seen it alone.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: uh, after it had already been out and I had heard a little bit, but I didn't know the big secret at the end. I liked mm. it. I actually, that was a tough one because it wasn't really all that scary, classically scary.
0: I do remember it had, I mean, one good one thing that M. Night Shyamalan has going on is he knows how to build the tension.
1: Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. exactly.
0: Um. I thought that was mo- movie was overrated. Did you? It was so highly rated, I couldn't yeah. help but be disappointed by the yeah. time I actually saw it. But I didn't know the ending either. Um, okay, good. My number uh, three is Phantasm. Did you ever see that?
1: No. Oh my
0: god, it's a freaky movie. Wow.
1: I'm gonna write that down. It, it
0: it's it, I I mean this is the last one where it's probably scarier because I saw it as a kid. Yeah, but. It's got this um, mortuary and there's this mortician. He's really tall and he's bald and he's got this white wispy hair and he's got this evil look on his face and people in the town start dying. And so these two kids kind of investigate and he he skulks around in the background and when they get inside the mortuary, there are these silver balls that float around and this knife comes out and it sticks you in the forehead and all of your juices come flowing out of it and he's got these little dwarves that are reanimated corpses it's almost like a zombie uh zombie dwarfs and they go around and, and 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 there's this weird tuning fork and the doorway into this other dimension where it could be another planet and all these dwarves are walking around as his slaves it's just really um almost hallucinogenic
1: yeah that's super freaky <laughs> it's
0: freaky and when i was a little kid um i uh used to lay on, in, on my bed with the covers over my head and i'd peek out and i'd see my door which was made of wood and it had all these um you know the way the grain of the wood went i'd see his face in it oh. <laughs> <be> That scared the hell out of me. Then years later, I went to the screening of um, a a B-movie, Bubba Hotep, which starred. I love
1: Bubba Hotep. Yeah.
0: And all the stars were there and that guy was there. And I kept looking over at him. Oh, my God, it's him. (laughs) (laughs) Angus Scrimm is his name. Wow. So that's a freaky one.
1: You were into a screening of Bubba Hotep?
0: Yeah, it was like the premiere, I think, or I don't know if it was. Yeah. mm -hmm.
1: Wow. Uh, That's awesome.
0: Yeah, it was really cool.
1: Yeah, that's uh, Bruce Campbell.
0: (laughs) Yeah, Bruce Campbell, yeah. Yeah.
1: Oh, God. Love Bruce Campbell. He's great. All right, my third one is, and I was really young when I saw it, Amityville Horror.
2: Mm, Get
1: out. Yeah, exactly. There's something about, like, when when... People are doing bad things like The Shining, mm-hmm. Jack Nicholson. I mean, it's a scary movie. That's one of my favorite movies, yeah, it's, but
0: it's not on my list.
1: Right, mm-hmm. right. Right. There's something about a human doing bad things. It doesn't scare me as much as something that's paranormal going on. Uh-huh. And Amityville Horror was all about, you know, the house is haunted and that was really really creepy. And-
0: like did the Stay Puffed Marshmallow Man and Ghostbusters freak you out?
2: <laughs> yes, yes it did.
1: <laughs> you know they
0: recently re- actually that's a fictional product, Stay Puffed Marshmallows until Oh, wait, did you tell me that already? No. Oh, just a few weeks ago, they released actual stave puffed marshmallows. <gasps> <Did> they <really? laughs> They're big, too. Big. I want one. With
1: the, with the did they have the, the logo? little guy oh, on it? Yeah, oh, yeah, that's great. How cool is that? Oh my god!
0: <laughs> now, so Amityville, you know, I don't think I ever saw that. That's another one. Not only Classic. did I
1: see the movie, but uh, when I was going to school in Massachusetts, I went to a friend's house on Long Island one weekend, and we went to the Amityville Horror house. Oh wow. Supposedly that it was based yeah, yeah. on uh, crazy windows. True
0: story, huh? Ah! Based on a true story.
1: Yeah, you know, whatever. <laughs> and you know bleeding walls no one wants that pain in the ass to clean up
0: <laughs> poor bleeding walls <laughs> um you got a boo-boo <laughs> uh my number two is paranormal activity um it it like charlie Adlard said in the interview last week he said something about how our mind our minds can imagine much worse than any images you can yep. put on a screen yep and uh that's what I found in that movie I just the evil presence kind of thing scares me that uh, you know of this list this is the first movie that still scares me yeah uh yeah, yeah. I, I mean I, I walked around paranoid for a little while after that I, I'm I work at home so I was in my apartment and during the day I just look around and feel like there's a demon here.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that was a freaky movie. Yeah. I agree. I agree completely. My number two, The Ring. Mm. I really, really liked it. And I haven't seen the Japanese version. I understand the Japanese version is even better and scarier and uh, just um, really well done. But uh, the American version, scary enough. Uh, based in uh, the Pacific Northwest, uh, fundamentally, uh, uh, kind of a cool, freaky uh, topography, and mm-hmm. um, yeah, I just loved it. I loved it. Oh um, yeah, that's it.
0: Well, I I heard about that the Ring is supposed to be one of the scariest movies ever, <laughs> and so I watched it last night. Did you? Yeah, and I I guess it was overhyped because yeah. I I wasn't. Like, this is I not was like scary. It's kind of scary, but there's so many other movies that are just as scary. I don't right. understand how, I guess it's partly the hype. It's yeah. got to be. I think if I had seen yeah. it and hadn't heard that, that I would have been more scared. But right. I got a really good night's sleep, so.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <can do> <laughs> I was like hoping I could put it on my on my list, but it just, I just didn't, I don't know.
1: It's context. It yeah, really, really, it really is. is.
0: So what's your number one? My number one is Blair Witch, <gasps> which I saw with almost no context.
1: Me too. That's my number one. And no, I saw it mine. with no context. <laughs> oh,
0: really? Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: yeah right. I like,
0: mean, I-, I just heard a, li- a few things. It was early, early on where people were still kind of not sure if it was real. Yeah. You know, and yeah. I figured it wasn't real, but right. but it was it wasn't totally obvious yet.
1: Right. Right.
0: And um. Just like Paranormal Activity, it's except you 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 understand even less about what's going on in Blair Witch than you do in Paranormal Activity. It, even all the way up until the end, you still don't really know what the hell is happening. Right, and um, it's so freaky, and it, it, it not not showing you, and still not knowing, just makes it really scary to me. Yeah. Um, and, and they just did it so well having this weird stuff go on and the camera did bother me a little bit but not enough to ruin the movie for me all the shaky camera action and I know some people um, don't think that this movie is scary at all like some people are, I don't get it it's yeah. not that scary and yeah. those are the people that don't have any imagination <laughs>
1: <laughs> and are lame <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> you know though i could see where it, if it was really really hyped if you kind of knew already yes what was definitely on, yeah. yeah
0: yeah yeah and yeah and people just i mean people don't like the um improvisational style of it yeah and they get annoyed with the characters and i did too but just because characters are annoying that i mean people are annoying sometimes
1: right <laughs> right 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 i bought into it completely mm-hmm. i went into the mo- dark movie theater and it Freaked me out. And and this is... um, I'm a runner and I still love running on trails. Um, I love running on trails again now that this movie is... Out of my head. But for the months (laughs) afterwards, I couldn't go early in the morning by myself Uh into the woods where I go running. Uh, I just couldn't do it. I just couldn't bring myself (laughs) to do it. It was awful.
0: I was um, riding. I I had a motorcycle at the time and I had a friend who lives in Northern California. And I was riding up to see him at night. And he lives off um, the beaten path up in the woods a little bit. And I was scared shitless and I, I, I went to turn this really sharp corner and where, and I practically had to stop and I started feeling like Blair Witch, Blair Witch. Witch. And I, my (laughs) bike almost fell over. I had to stop, you know, and put my leg down and, uh, I accidentally turned it off and so all of a sudden I was in pitch black. Oh. <laughs> it was like ah, ah, ah. <laughs> It was pretty sad. <laughs> but it was scary. And I went in, you know, saying, You guys live in Blair Witch Town area and, and his girlfriend's like, Stop saying that <laughs>
1: It's kind of the kind of movie that the gets in your head. It stays with
0: you. Yeah, Yeah.
1: and honestly, we didn't see anything. I mean, that's the beauty of it. We saw very little of anything. Yes, we just saw their increased panic. Right, and and their you know we'd see the the weird little art things. Yes, and
0: the slimy teeth or whatever that was left in a bag.
1: Oh (laughs) God, I forgot about that.
0: Oh, and then and people beating on the sides of the tent or whatever. Right,
1: right. <laughs> and at the very end, they found the cabin. Do you remember this? They go they go in the cabin at the very end and they and they see w- one of the guys who was taken
0: Yes, yeah, yeah. And that it was a perfect ending cuz he's standing in the corner.
1: Standing in the corner.
0: Yeah. And there was something about the legend that was either on the website or maybe a little bit in the movie about somebody being punished yes or something but it was super vague yeah yeah
1: and that's all you see i mean yeah
0: and it was great because it's like oh man this is messed up
1: yeah (laughs) there's no blood no guts right nobody you know
0: and you're like how did that happen so fast because he had just went into that room
1: right (laughs) right exactly exactly Uh, like
0: a second before
1: (laughs) yeah i actually have some um uh some uh what do you call them runner up oh go for it yeah um Night of the Living Dead Because um, yeah. I saw it when I was a kid
0: Yeah, I, I would pick that as my scary Probably one of my scariest zombie movies If not the scariest
1: Close to my heart American Werewolf in London mm-hmm. I love that movie Me too, yeah Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You looked up scariest movies on the internet, didn't you?
1: I eventually did, but oh. that one uh, You just picked was, that oh, oh, yeah And, no. and also, um, what is it? Um, the Wizard of Oz mm-hmm. That freaked me out when I was a little kid <laughs> And Silence so of so the Lambs. That yeah. Was really oh, good. yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: I, I, I forgot to prep it, but I made a list of my favorite horror movies, and Silence of the Lambs and The Shining were both on there, but I wouldn't consider them as scary as some of these other ones. Oh, yeah. They're I agree so well with done.
1: You completely. There's a couple that people were talking about, like Cemetery Man. Um, Never seen it. Cemetery Man uh, 1996 with Rupert Everett,
0: hmm. which
1: I liked. And so I'm going to look that Check up. Check it out. Another one that's from Canada called Pointy Pool. Pontypool. Pontypool. <laughs> Pontypool. <laughs> From t- 2009. Apparently that's um, pretty freaking. And, and who did um, uh, Charlie Adler said the thing? John Carpenter. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: We so now we have to check it out. Yeah. Maybe that's homework at some point.
0: I just watched all of um, Six Feet Under. And um, have you seen that show?
1: No. Oh,
0: my God. It's so emotionally wrenching. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I listeners, you it. may have heard of the what, what happens in the very last episode, but I, I don't want to spoil it. But um, I watched that and I was, it it really churned me up. And then I'm like, oh, now I have to watch The Ring, and <laughs> it's like <laughs> too much. <laughs> anyway, let's show you. Oh, uh, you know, I want to read. Um, so we got a couple of submissions from a couple of listeners about their top five scary movies. This one is from Kenny. <clears throat> hey, Kenny, his list goes number five blair witch number four fourth kind did you see that no me neither i remember seeing the ads but i didn't catch it number three Seven.
1: Oh, i heard that's great i
0: saw it It was yeah really really well done and super scary uh number two 28 days later yep it was awesome oh yep. you know that would be up on my list of zombie movies too that are scary
1: I wasn't that scared by it but I loved it.
0: Disturbed, yeah. Like yeah. Charlie said, zombie yeah. movies are, tend to be more disturbing. Right. Number one, Signs, which is uh, M. Night Shyamalan alien movie. He says, yeah. "Now I know it's not all that spooky to most, but the whole monsters just on the peripheral of the of the shot gets me every time." And I know what you're talking about. and it's the very last scene. The way they frame it, it, it is really spooky because you just. You never see the aliens the whole time. And then in the very last shot, you just see this like kind of blurry alien. Oh, and it's really I don't well remember done.
1: that. That's great. Yeah.
0: And then um, from Robin, her number five is The Ring
1: mm-hmm.
0: for Blair Witch Project. Yay. <laughs> number three, The Omen, which I never saw but looked super disturbing.
1: I have never seen that either, but I hear it's also great. I have Damian. to go back and see it. Yeah. Yeah
0: spawned many a sequel i think right number two halloween all right i didn't see that on there cool and then number one the last house on the left because of the realism which i never saw either i think that was a um another Wes craven one i think i'm not sure
1: last house on the left
0: came out a few years ago that's so. also on my list now. <laughs> a long, a long list, man. list. I know. I don't want to be watching all these scary movies all in a <laughs> row.
1: <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> so
0: thanks a lot, you guys, for sending those in. Thanks. Those are great lists. Uh, let's move on to some. Oh wait. So next episode, yeah. we're gonna do for a deadcast top five the first five things that you will do after the coming zombie apocalypse. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I like how we're like not the possible zombie apocalypse yeah. or a zombie no nope, no nope, the coming one <laughs> and
0: or it could be the first or the most important right it should be the first or the most important or can we just say either or
1: either or okay yeah, or let people choose
0: <laughs> okay so let's move on to the um, listener, listener emails. emails let me queue it up here um okay so i just wanted to remind everybody write us a review on itunes and i will send you a personal haiku uh we've gotten one i haven't sent them the haiku yet but i'll get it out to you i promise um and if you write the hike the review itself as a haiku then karen and i will love you <laughs> it's true we will <laughs> uh and just in case you don't know a haiku is a uh, Po- poem that doesn't need to rhyme but it has three lines first lines five syllables second line seven third line five those are the rules of the haiku
1: five seven five is so easy
0: i got um some really great haikus <laughs> <laughs> in my email uh today or yesterday from uh karen and her friend special friend david <laughs> special. <laughs> uh, mostly i think david wrote these he said. yeah
1: they're pretty much from david
0: uh, okay they're really good and i'm gonna read all, all but one.
1: He's like Mr. Haiku. <laughs> uh,
0: first one, deliberately lurching towards luscious desserts. Brains a la mode.
1: No, it's mmm. Oh, mmm. Brains, brains a, la, a mode. la mode. Oh, yeah, that's right. Five, yeah, yeah. yeah. seven, <laughs> five.
0: <laughs> um, number two, proximate cause of the zombie apocalypse, salmonella eggs. <laughs> <laughs> so it's coming. That's why we need to do our deadcast top five really quick. Right. Uh, this next one's too political, so uh, uh, maybe I'll post it on the site. <laughs> number three, uh, number four, morons from the mist—not the best choice to lead us against the zombies. <laughs> uh, this was a
1: big deal for me and David. We're like, dude,
0: I have to tell you, I went back. There is mention of the radios not working. I can play it for you was if you there- want.
1: <laughs> okay. I, it's really quick. Maybe yeah. then. Okay. <laughs> I, sorry. I wouldn't say
0: that makes them non, non-moronic, non but maybe just a little less. <laughs> uh, this is my favorite one. Romero movies from my early childhood. Fun plus counseling. <laughs> <laughs> Written by Karen. <clears throat> uh, don't let the zombies get within striking distance. One bite and you're screwed. <laughs> And finally, oddly missing from The Walking Dead universe, zombie animals.
1: Oh, yeah, that's so great. And we've had conversations about this.
0: Yeah, they should have zombie animals.
1: So where are the zombie animals?
0: Um, elephants and stuff. There's one Resident Evil game that takes place in a zoo. I haven't played it, but it looks interesting. Wow. Lots of zombie animals. Um, I think I wrote... This is sort of an example of what a review... Um, haiku could be but it's really bad um this show is something you should or should not listen thank you very much Wow! (laughs) and uh we got a great review on itunes you want to read that
1: sure this comes from kenny actually (laughs) He says, So I've listened to you guys every week since your second cast. You two are great. I think you have all that special somethings that truly make for epic podcasting. I also have tried to inspire others uh, to your undead ranks. Most notably my wife. She's still on the fence with listening to podcasts. If you could do me a favor and give her an honorable mention on your show, um, Robin Johnson, uh, myself being Kenny... I'm sure she would become a loyal listener. Hey, Robin Johnson. Um, become a loyal listener. So keep up the brilliant work and don't listen to the English major. Don't get bit <laughs> a hell of a catchy <laughs> slogan. Uh, both um, my wife and I are also avid fans of the comics. Can barely wait for Halloween night. From sincerely, awesome. the Kenny Johnson. <laughs> oh, that's so great. Yeah,
0: that's good. Kenny. Robin, we honorably mention you. <laughs>
1: You're <laughs> <We're> honored.
0: <laughs> We're honored to mention you. <laughs> thanks, uh, Kenny. That was really cool.
1: The Kenny. Thanks, the Kenny.
0: All right, that's show episode eight. Thanks. Thanks, thanks to you.
1: <laughs> thanks to you
0: and to all the listeners um, who called, emailed. Um, we appreciate it. Uh only two more episodes of our podcast until the show finally comes on and I'm so ready to watch the show.
1: Yeah, and we're going to be doing our our um our shows right after the um the episodes, which is going to be We're nice. going to be
0: doing yeah, we're going to be doing them Monday mornings and then I'll try to post it so it's available um uh, Monday afternoon. I don't know if that's going to be possible, I might have to wait till Tuesday. Um, And if you, uh, we haven't really talked about exactly how we're going to do the, um, our shows. So if you guys have any ideas about how you want us to cover the show, let us know. I was just thinking we'd do our five favorite moments since we seem to be on these fives. Yeah. You know, instead of doing a full recap and just explaining what everyone who, is listening to us already just saw right exactly
1: exactly <laughs>
0: yeah so we'll just talk about what what we're the most interested in yeah. but if you guys have any uh, other ideas or or wishes or anything feel free to let us know I'll
1: absolutely
0: love to hear it um and then
1: we'll ignore it <laughs>
0: definitely <laughs> um and then um the i just wanted to remind everybody about the poster contest deadlines this friday october 1st so please call in for that, how can people get a hold of us, Karen?
1: You can email us at brains at No V e at the beginning.
0: Call us at 650-485-DEAD. That's 650-485-3323.
1: You can check out our website and leave comments at walkingdeadcast.com.
0: You can go to twitter.com slash Jason and Karen or go to Facebook and search for Walking Deadcast. Um... Next episode, uh, we, we just decided that we're going to watch The Dawn of the Dead 2004 and talk about it. So if you guys are into that, uh, you, I'm sure most of you have already seen it, but if whether you have or not, w- watch it again. I haven't seen it in a while, so I'm kind of excited to watch it again. And then we'll talk about it. And we'll do our Deadcast Top 5, the first five things that you'll do after the upcoming zombie apocalypse. So uh, if you have some ideas about that, write in and let us know
1: exactly all
0: right that's our show
1: thanks for listening don't Don't get get bit. bit